Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. I'm Daniel Morgan. I'm here joined live by Pujix from Canada. Hey there, my man. How's it going? Everything's great, man. How are you? Life is beautiful. And of course, we have our special guest back. Kenny is here again. So Kenny, my man, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. It is wonderful to have you, man. The feedback was great. We just want to have you again on board. And today we're talking about couples and how they influence one another, both consciously and subconsciously in terms of their behavior, preferences, lifestyle, and so many other factors. So let me just get uh, started right here with uh, Poojix. Poojix, how much influence do you think couples exert on one another? Uh, you know, I, I really believe, like, especially in the long term, I think uh, it, it will have a major impact because most of the time you are spending most of your time with that person, right? Like, I mean, not, not most of your time, but then that is one individual that, that, uh, takes the most amount of time out of your, your interactions. So, um, so obviously you're going to be influenced by that person for sure. That's right. And Kenny, what is your perspective on couples influencing one another? I think it's, it's, uh, uh, it's true what Pujik said about spending more time with uh, one another. And if you think about it, that that makes a, lo- a lot more sense because uh, most couples do a lot of activities together. They, they go out, maybe watch a movie, go for food, cook together. And I think all those things really shape each other's uh, behavior and attitude. That's right, exactly. So the more time we spend with our basically partners, obviously, the more we are influenced by them. And I personally believe that couples do really influence each other on a very, very deep level, especially if uh, you look at like couples who've been together for like many years, even like decades, they even literally their facial expressions become almost identical at some point. It's just quite incredible. And I heard right. once that uh, couples right. who have been together for a long time, they can actually like uh, know each other so well, they can literally finish each other's sentences and stuff and like they can know what they're thinking wow. all of those stuff yeah. true story man is pretty amazing i even actually met once a couple they were married for like i don't know 25 30 years and so on and and the wife said anytime my uh, my husband opens uh, his mouth i know what's going to say like literally it was quite incredible overall so before we dive into how couples affect uh, one another let's just uh, first ask you a question about uh, which side influences the other so uh from your perspective, uh, Pujix, uh, what do you think about the level of influence between men and women? So, of course, we're going to right now talk about heterosexual relationships, and later we actually move on to uh, homosexual relationships as well uh, for some of our audiences who might actually belong to the second category. But right now, uh, in terms of heterosexual relationships, uh, do you think men affect women more in these relationships, or women do so? Pujix, first you. Um. Well, I can actually give you an answer that covers the second category, like the the homosexual category too, because, well, what I believe in is that it really depends on the behavior that we're talking about or the belief system that we're talking about. It, if one person, no matter male or female or, or whatever they are, um, uh, I think the... It, Depending on the category of behavior that we're talking about, if one person sees the other person as the superior, as the role model, um, he or she will start uh, being influenced by that person's behavior. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I'm, if if so example, for example, my wife is a good cook in That's cooking, right. I will start to imitate her because I'm the inferior person. My experiences are less, so I'll try to learn from somebody. And who's there uh, most of the time for me is my wife. So I will start, you know, absorbing those, uh, those uh, even even not not what I cook or how I cook, but That's rather right. even the the way I cook. Interesting. Like, uh, 
I put the bowls first or whatever. You know, so you know are you I mean? saying that you're going to so be I influenced think, by your wife in terms of cooking like in the kitchen? It's, it could it could be a possibility. Like, again, so does that mean that, like, let's say, like, in other areas of your life, let's say, for example, she is a good cook, and you get a lot of mm-hmm. advice for uh, from her in terms of like where to go to eat and what to cook and whatnot. But do you tend to actually get advice from her for other things, like where to go on holidays or who should actually do this and that? That could go the other way around. By the way, I'm not, I don't have a wife. Just saying. <laughs> That's right. So I don't. I'm not talking from experience. It's just a. It's just an example. That's so, right. So that, you can think that of your experience with your girlfriends, around. for example. Like in your relationship right. with your girlfriend or your exes, mm-hmm. uh, who tended to like uh, somehow make the decisions and to be mainly in charge. Well. I- I do like I do like to take charge in general. Like That's in right. Life. I just enjoy that in general. So if nobody's picking up the the baton, I, I'll take I th- I'll take it. Uh, sometimes even if others are willing, I'll definitely uh, will interfere. But then if nobody else is taking charge, I'll definitely take charge. I do like that. Uh, so. So this not, is your case, uh, Pujex. Do you think uh, it's, 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 this case applies to all men or just to you, where the men tend to influence the other uh, partner more than w- women do? Yeah, I think like that's a, that's true. I think that's a little bit of a male, you know, characteristic that okay. the, major, the male tends like to take charge a little bit. That's right. Uh, whether that's biological or whatever, mm-hmm. I, this is a different uh, discussion. But then, but then I, I agree with that. I think it's a little bit. I'm not saying every single man wants to take charge and every single woman wants to follow. That's not definitely not the case. But exactly. I think overall, uh, this spectrum shifts towards towards men wanting to take charge in general. Interesting. Let me move on here to Kenny. So, Kenny, from your perspective, uh, which side influences the other more, the man or the woman? I think to to really answer that question objectively would be hard because really it, um, with two people in a relationship, it's um, both are bringing their own personalities in. And for one person, uh, say if you have um, a female and a male, I'm talking about a heterosexual That's relationship. That's right. That's right. Um, but say if one person has always been submissive, then the other person, whatever the other person would say, the other person will follow because exactly of that because of that trait, and that could be the male or the female. Um, and it's hard to to. Uh, so what I'm saying is, it's, it will be more subjective, okay, based on the couple itself. But if you want to generalize it, yes, for sure there would be things that both the male and the female will influence in each other. For example, it can be little things like if the way one person drives the car, the way they drive on the road, if one person is more vigilant, more responsible driving and the other person is 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 more fast driving mm-hmm. then that can have an influence on the other person being more responsible on the road as well Very just good. because this, they've seen that in their partner okay and let's move on to you guys first you kenny uh, i believe you are currently in a relationship right now so uh, in your own relationship uh, how much influence do you tend to exert on your uh, partner and how much does she uh, on you Look, so i've been like dating uh, my girlfriend for eight months now that's right and I, it's, I think it's fair to say that over these eight months, um, I've learned a lot. I've, you see a lot of things that obviously you, when you talk about them, you say different things. But then when you see other things in the other person, those are the unspoken things that you see over time. Wow. Oh my and, gosh. You make it look like one of these episodic movies and stuff, like solve the mystery. Pretty cool, man. I like it. <laughs> The one mystery between this so, one couple so, that never got solved. Yeah, so, 
<laughs> it's it's more about the i think it goes back to uh the podcast about uh body language exactly it goes back to it goes back to the podcast because at the end of the day it's if you're spending so much time if i'm spending so much time with my partner i also see other things that she does in her own personal life in her in her own professional life what does she do does she take charge of things if she has issues that bother her how does that how does she take um what kind of solutions does she come up with those with those problems exactly. does she does she try to tend to postpone it ignore it or does she tend to take them head on and find solutions and reach out to people i think that's something that is important because at the end of the day i want to i want to know that my partner is is making progress i want to know that she is she has a good mindset that she knows she can do uh, and she doesn't feel stuck if she's stuck in a solution in a problem sorry and um us being partners we always reach out to each other for advice very good um and and i think that's that's good um but also we both acknowledge the fact that one person giving advice to the other doesn't mean we have to follow that advice great point great point um that's right i got it so far uh and before we move on to exact details let's also address uh, basically homosexual relationships between men and women uh, both sides and how th- they might be slightly different in ter- than uh, more conventional relationships so pujix do you have any opinion about this regard how do you think uh, gay and lesbian couples might do it differently than us heterosexuals um well it would be very speculation on my part like uh, i don't really know that those kind of relationships that well but at the end of the day <clears throat> and at my first answer like <clears throat> sorry to your first question was kind of cumulative too because i do believe that two people no matter whether they're in a relationship or not they are going to affect each other exactly. definitely and the amount of time that these two that are in a, in a relationship uh, spend with each other obviously amplifies that. And because of the fact that there is a huge amount of you know emotions involved in in romantic relationships of any kind, then that effect again is multiplied due to the fact of the emotion playing a massive role. So there's no doubt about the influence of any kind of couple. That's right. In my opinion. Uh, But then, I mean, I know there are like, I know a couple of people who are in heterosexual relationships that, again, that goes with uh, one person takes the dominant roles. All the time. It doesn't matter what it is, heterosexual or homosexual, one person usually leads the relationship. Right, exactly. And sometimes it's obvious, sometimes it has the tendency to become like sort of like the distribution of tasks. So in some areas, some takes more. Uh, responsibilities and leadership is in some other areas, some other, but then in general, like if you divide it in a single task, then definitely at some point, one person is taking the, the charge in general. Interesting. And that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing because if, if two people are taking charge, then it's not, it's not necessarily a good thing because at the end of the day, one person has to make right. final call. Exactly. And I think it's a good thing. But then you, you can distribute this leadership task based on your abilities and your familiarity with the subject that you're trying to, uh, move forward with fantastic so i think point. that's a yeah it's regardless of you know the type of relationship fabulous like great heterosexual. let me just also hear kenny's opinion about this matter um about homosexual relationships exactly and whether or not they might differ in any ways in terms of who tends to influence the other party the most i think overall the main um the main values would be the same the main things that one person influences and the other would be the same um there might be gender 
gender biases that you see in a heterosexual that obviously would not be there in a in a homosexual exactly. relationship um so they like some issues and that might pop up in a heterosexual relationship would not even be in the radar for a homosexual wow relationship. would you give an example like what for example i'm, I'm right now thinking about an example so um like I, like i'm just gonna go really conventional here but say uh, um Thing about um, man taking charge. That's in a right. Relationship. And if 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 the woman in the relationship is also high headed and has always been uh, producing great results in her life, exactly. Then then that might cause issues in the sense that the woman also wants to take the charge. Exactly. That's right. Because usually we have these gender biases which do not apply to this type of relationship. And you're right. Ultimately, right. it's more uh, more about their personality and their uh, belief system right. than their actual gender, whether we're talking about hetero or homo relationships. It's all great. So uh, back yep. uh, to uh, the exact ways of dealing with our partner and how we can influence them. So uh, I'm going to move on here to Pujix. Pujix, assume that you are with your girlfriend now. Now and you want to uh, influence her a little bit. Perhaps you have some suggestions and whatnot. And boops, they're right in there. She actually disagrees with you uh, and says, no, I'm not going to do this. For example, you have some suggestions to where to go, how, for example, she should dress and whatnot. You offer some kind of suggestions. You attempt to influence her and to change her in some way. And then she uh, immediately rejects that attempt and somehow uh, ignores it. So in such a situation where your attempt at influencing the other party fails, how do you react like do you tend to get angry do you tend to start a fight what's your general reaction in such a situation when you cannot effectively influence your partner all right obviously there are circumstances that you you know behave very emotionally and you know react to the situation but then i tend to overall like to not react to situations but rather play the long game so, um, and, and there are obviously different issues. Some of them are merely suggestions. Some of them I actually want to influence. The ones that are merely suggestions, I just, I, I personally really don't care. It's just a suggestion. You can do this. Uh, they can pick up or, or uh, let it go. But then if, if I'm actually trying to influence uh, the person, <clears throat> then that uh, then I, I like to, if I'm in the right mind, hopefully I am, I like to uh, play the, the long game. So I wouldn't really react defensively. I would oh, react, boy. okay, this is your, you know, at the same time. Yeah, you, you don't I, shatter I, something. I, I like you it. little girl, you listen to what I'm telling you right now. I mean, not, not like this. <laughs> so, so hopefully not. Exactly. That's okay. the point. First of all, it's not really healthy anyways, right? It's not going to. And most importantly, if, if that person immediately is rejecting my my proposal, there's very little chance if I go defensive or or, or even aggressive, I would uh, I would make any influence anyways. So even if for the sake of you know having that influence, I have to you know play it a little bit political, I guess you can say. Interesting, but, but not but not in a dirty way. I mean, like, uh, okay, uh, politics is never dirty, man. We all know that. We don't know that politics is never dirty. Come on. Never. Never, <laughs> That's right. Ever. That's Who right. said that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, I mean, what I've tried to say is like, um, to, uh, try to, you know, lose a war, to, uh, sorry, lose a battle to win a war. Oh, that boy. That's definitely not politics. I'm pretty sure about that one. <laughs> so let's move on here. Let's move on here to that's Kenny. So, uh, that's right. Uh, so Kenny, what is your perspective? Let's say you attempted to influence your partner, your girlfriend, and then she just rejects it or doesn't agree with it. Uh, how do you actually uh, play the game from then on? I think it's a good question. And in terms of the person not 
um, even listening to what you're offering or your suggestion or your advice. I think if the person is already, say if my girlfriend is already in a, in a more defensive position, then I would acknowledge that fact and it wouldn't make sense for me to continue giving suggestions because she's not in the right mindset. Wow. At that moment or just uh, for the rest of that relationship? At that moment. Okay, that's right. So it's a temporary move. Right. Okay. And then um, I think depending on what kind of advice you're giving, but you can always, when the other person cools off or has uh, her mind goes away from being defensive, then you can always come back to it. And I think there's like Pujix is talking more about uh, like like stalling it, but also not being more defensive. But I don't I don't think it's it's a bad thing to be defensive or aggressive. So think, you you think it's okay to be aggressive? I mean, yeah, I, I asked Pujix as well. Like for example, let's say you want your girlfriend to dress a certain way. Maybe like uh, you want to go right. somewhere and you want her to dress a certain way, or you prefer to go somewhere and she says no. So would you get like aggressive? Like listen to me, girl. I'm gonna tell you do this and you do it now. I mean, right. like, do you tend to get aggressive <laughs> yourself? <laughs> so, um, I I don't get. I don't get, uh, I won't get like aggressive, aggressive in that sense, but I would, I would voice my opinion. Okay. Like this is, this is important to me. Okay. This is something that, you know, matters. That's right. I, it would, like, I wouldn't say that I want you to do. So one thing that I've discovered in a relationship is that, um, I, if I say I want you to do something that, that she, my girlfriend takes it in a more, you know, like a man talking to a girl. Wow, uh, man. I like the attitude. Holy moly. Like, when I tell so, my girlfriend something, it, she better understand it because I ain't <laughs> going to repeat myself so for the second I've, time. <laughs> right. So I, I've told, I've, I've, I've voiced my, my, my intentions to her. So I'm not really saying that I want you to do it in That's that right. high, like patriarchal man saying to a woman. That's right. But I'm saying it, like I, I told her that I say it to anyone. Like, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. I'm not saying, I'm not giving you orders. I'm just saying, okay, I want you to do this. Because at the end of the day, if I'm telling you something, I might have seen you do that before. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, like that's something you can do better. But in terms of uh, offering, asking for, you know, like change, I think that's, that's a really, and I think that's really influenced by what you know about other people. So say if you're going to an event and you, and you know people are going to be dressed up, then it's being influenced by that. It's not being, it's, it's not just popping out of anywhere. You just that's want right. your girlfriend to dress well because she doesn't dress well. It's, it's, it's popping out of the, of the, it's more subjective. So in the sense that because the event itself is going to be, have, have a different dress code, exactly. you would want, you would want to f- fit in to that dress code. Interesting. And I think there's, I think there's nothing wrong in that because if you, if you explain it that way to your partner and she understands it, then she wouldn't think that you're trying to change her. You're just trying to tell her, okay, this is the event and this is what, like, this is how, what the event is for and that this is what the people are going to be dressed like. So why don't we dress like that? And then that way she would take it in a more, uh, it's, it's more positive reinforcement. Very good. I kind of, I kind of get it right now. Like for Pujix, basically, he plays, uh, quote unquote, uh, clean politics. He says, honey, you don't want to get dressed? 
I totally understand. Oh, by the way, I think I lost my wallet, so I guess you're gonna have to pay for the dinner yourself. So he plays for the. <laughs> so he, he he goes passive aggressive here and like goes like uh lose the basically battle to win the war thing. But you on the other hand tend to exert yourself a little bit more. It's like, honey, let me just explain to you. Here's our bullet points. Look at this slide chart right here. If you take a look at this slide yeah, right now, right. you can see so here are the reasons why. You try to explain yourself. Yeah. I think also. Just adding on to that point, it's it also comes down to your personality trait. And in our relationship, me and my girlfriend, we have we have kind of established that I tend to be more logical sometimes. That's right. And she tends to be more emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. So for me, explaining her the the logical sense behind it, she wouldn't like at this point in a relationship, she doesn't get mad about it because she knows I, that's the way I process information. Good point. And then for her. And then for her to get emotional, I'm not thinking. I'm actually trying to process her emotions because that's just some. It's it's just a personality trait that we we bring into this relationship. But I think that's really key because if I'm telling something to her in a more logical sense and she doesn't even understand because she's emotional, then anything we communicate would not be like it would be just futile, right? We not even. We can't even communicate with each other. Interesting. Very good point. So uh, right now, of course, uh, in a more traditional sense, generally men tend to take lead in relationships. However, nowadays we have a phenomenon called feminism, as you guys are all aware of it, where uh, oftentimes women prefer to take uh, charge as well. And nowadays, uh, of course, in the mo- po- popular culture, people are talking about sharing responsibility 50-50 and a democratic approach towards the leadership of a relationship. So Pujik's do think it's really possible for uh, basically a couple to devise the leadership role in a 50-50 manner or one side usually dominates the other. So do you think this whole feministic ideal is actually realistic? Um, look, I mean, it's possible to make it less, um, you know, it, it, it's possible to close, uh, bring the, the scales closer together, of course. I, I agree with that. And I do like to do that because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not an expert on everything. Again, when it comes to cooking, I know squat. I don't know anything. So, so I, I like to leave that responsibility to somebody that knows better. Even, even if I'm, if I have a roommate and my roommate is a very good cook, I like to responsibly leave that responsibility to him. I mean, because, because I'm not, right? <clears throat> so, so that I agree with and I think it's a good, good, good thing to do overall. But then at the end of the day in a couple's relationship, I think at, uh, it will, one, one scale will be a little bit pivoted up, up, upwards and one down, a little bit downwards. If not, the, right. the difference be, being a lot. I think it will eventually be, if you have to pick, if, if, if you're judging a couple, I think you will be eventually, uh, able to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, tell the distinction okay this person is a little bit more dominant and the other person isn't but then again it's very possible to bring the scales very closer together for sure fantastic and kenny what's your perspective uh sorry what's the question in terms of the sharing of the relation uh, the the leadership role in a relationship so is it possible for couples to share their leadership role in a 50 50 manner so that no side is really dominant and they're just sharing everything equally Mm -hmm. Um, I think it is possible objectively for sure. And I think it's depend. again, if there's two people in the relationship who both tend to be dominant, then they do have to understand that uh, aspect of the relationship and then kind of distribute that idea oh within boy. the relationship. Um, and 
like you wouldn't like I wouldn't be surprised if that leads to a lot of conflict and a lot of you know like that's exactly what I was thinking about because sharing if both sides are dominant thinking, man okay, like, there'll be some problems no I want yeah for sure and for one person who sometimes you you know tends to be submissive and if they get and if the other partner is saying okay no why don't I do this or they tell you what to do and then you're like yeah I'll do it so in that case the relationship is you know like it's all good and I don't I don't see any any issues with one person being dominant and the other not it really comes down to the way you act in your own personal life it's not even it has nothing to do with being in a relationship um it's it's really the matter of how you would act in your professional life say when you when you're at work or how would you act in say even in a school setting when you're in a group right. group assignment how do you do you take charge and assign work to all the all the teammates or do you just wait for the leader to give you tasks and then you work on those tasks fantastic bravo uh, these are great points and uh, let's just uh, now move on to the last part before because we don't have a lot of time left so in the last part i want you guys to give uh, one tip to ladies and one tip to gentlemen in order to influence their partners basically and before i share my own opinion so Pujix, uh what is your advice for one one t- tip that you have for men that could make it easier for them to influence their girlfriends wives basically um, right. I mean, I, I will give, I will give one for both basically is to get, get out of your, when you're dealing with somebody, uh, get, get out of your own mindset, try to understand it from their point of view and exactly. see what are the things that can change that point of view to yeah. your liking. Um, regardless of whether you're a woman or a man, I think that will definitely help a lot. If you, if you try to understand, if you're a woman, if you try to put yourself in the shoes of your, your, your boyfriend or, or your husband, I think it helps a lot to absorb his point of view. That's right. And vice versa. Fantastic. Kenny, any, uh, a tip you got for the couples to influence one another, basically? I think, I think what, what plays a key role in my relationship, for example, is me understanding what is the top love language for my girlfriend? And I, the reason I'm saying that is because if I know the way my girlfriend likes to be loved or likes to be shown love towards, then having that knowledge in in a situation when we are, there's a conflict or in a situation when there's a time when we don't get along, then I can use that as a trick to um, get back and then, you know, like, just reconcile and then move on. Um, the reason I'm saying that is also because with with you knowing the love language also shows that you know, you're taking the initiative to know how the other person functions. Fantastic. And I think that that's that plays a good role. And like Pujik said, um, and this is something we apply in our relationship too. Whenever one person is too stressed out or in the zone, then we sometimes give the other person their space. Bravo. And then we, we both acknowledge that, okay, they're in the zone and eventually they're going to come back and then we will be in, like, they'll come back to us, like, well, whoever the other person is in the relationship. And that, that happens all the time. And when that happens, then the other person can explain, okay, like, what was going on in their head? And like, they, there's multiple situations that are thrown, thrown at you, uh, in your life. Um, and, Things pop up left and right, but at the end of the day, if you play as a team, if you work as a team, I think that's important. And having that perspective where you don't think about yourself, but you think about 
um, you and your and your partner as a team, I think that plays a big role. Wow. Teamwork, um, man. It's all it, about teamwork. teamwork. Having that teamwork mindset yeah. is very, very critical, obviously, to um, be able to maintain a long-term relationship. And uh, I want to also give one tip for gentlemen and one tip for ladies in terms of being able to influence their partners. For gentlemen, uh, the key phrase is this. Change her mood, not her mind. I repeat, change her mood, not her mind. So let's say, for example, right now you are discussing certain things with your partner and she tends to disagree or whatnot, or she has certain ideas. One of the biggest problems and uh, mistakes that men uh, tend to make is that they tend to uh, use rational terminologies and logic to persuade uh, her in certain ways. And that, from my perspective, usually leads to more resistance. However, next time you faced resistance with your girlfriend or wife, do not try to convince her using logic. Instead, change her mood. Let me give you an example. For example, let's say you want to go to this restaurant and she says, no, I don't want to go to this restaurant. I want to go to that place. So in that case, you can say, so uh, honey, let me just uh, Google this thing. Based upon the charts that you can see right now uh, and this website, the number of visitors, you're, you're giving a lot of logical reasons why she should go there. She is not going to change her mind. So instead of that, change her mood. How? For example, look her in your eyes and say, honey, just look at my eyes. Let me ask you something. Do you want to have fun? She says, well, of course I want to have fun. Well, let me tell you something. Just, just look at my eyes and let me tell you something right now. With me, it is always fun. It doesn't matter where we go. It's always fun. Do you agree? <laughs> you see, you literally, you, you literally try to change her emotional state. And then at that time, once her mood is changed, let's say you hug her, you kiss her, you cuddle, you cuddle around a little bit. And once her mood is changed, at that time, she is easily influenced to say, oh, by the way, now that you're like hugging and whatnot, by the way, you want to check that place, that restaurant? Of course, she'd say yes, right? And now let's move on to the ladies. <laughs> okay. For the ladies, here's my advice for you. Understand that the smartest ladies out there and the ones who get the most from men are the women who make the man feel like he is in charge. The key word here is feel. Make him feel like he is in charge. Make him feel like he is the boss by telling him these things and then offer suggestions that will ultimately uh, will be your plans. So the smartest women in relationships are the ones who pretend to be submissive and who make their partner look like uh, the boss, but ultimately make the decisions themselves. Because when a man feels like he's the boss... And then he does what you want him to do. He will still feel good. So it's like a win-win solution. So please do not undermine this factor. Do not try to uh, belittle your uh, basically partner's masculinity and power. Make him feel in power. Make him feel in charge. But then say, by the way, boss, don't you want to go to this restaurant? In that case... <laughs> Of course, he will say yes. So he feels like a boss, but he's actually doing what you asked him to do. So ultimately, to summarize it for both sides, for, for, for men, the key phrase is this. Change her mood, not her mind. And for ladies, make him feel like he's in charge, but then you make the decisions yourself. That's basically all of that, that I have for now. If you want more tips, of course, we're going to have to wait for our future episodes. We're going to share more tricks in the future about relationships. But for now, unfortunately, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to wrap up the show. Let's move on here to uh, basically Pujix. Pujix, my man, after all that we talked today about the concept of influencing relationships, what is now your uh, final thought? Uh 
don't doubt that there are going to be effects and uh, influences. Of course, there are going to be. Notice that you are being influenced because you might not like those influences or you might actually like them. So try to adopt the ones that you want and uh, refuse the, the ones that you don't want. And be respectful of your uh, the, your partner's opinion. But at the same time, if you want to influence something, if something is important to you, definitely share that for sure. Why not? Fantastic. And Kenny, what is your final comment? I would say in a relationship, there's a lot of key factors that play a role. Uh, working as a team is always uh, important. And also uh, looking at things from the other person's point of view. But at the end of it, just expressing your love and affection for the other person is also key because that that kind of is uh, very important in a relationship. And also understand that uh, if things don't work out, that is totally fine. And you just have to learn and, and, and grow. And that's also a part of being in a relationship. You learn and grow a lot. Wow. So true, man. Great points. Really a lot of great content here today. Thanks to both of you, Pujish and Kenny, for your great Thanks ideas. For it was very wonderful. And uh, for you, our li- for our listeners out there, if you're on iTunes, do us a favor and send us some rankings and whatnot. Uh, you can now reach us basically on uh, a Podbean as well as YouTube. And of course, if you have any comments, please uh, leave Whoa. us the comments on the websites. It was a pleasure being with you guys, and hopefully we'll be with you next week. This uh, was Beyond the Present Podcast, and I'm Daniel Morgan. Thank you very much.